Okay. So we are live on Facebook. Joe's getting connected. And I'm going to try to share this real quick. Hi, Joe. Hey, Megan. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. So I made a little wheel for today. I um, just put a couple of topics on here for us, but I can always adjust it if there's additional topics. So we have a couple of people watching in Zoom with us right now who um, are joining us from the collective. So thank you all for joining us. And before I spin this wheel, Joe, Kamala, and Megan, do any of you have additional topics you want me to put on the wheel? So the topics we have right now are listed here. So we have alternatives to escape extinction that was suggested from our Instagram post. And then I just chose these other three. 2023 conferences, your favorite topic to discuss in the field right now, and then favorite podcast or social media to follow that's not from a behavior analyst, but it helps inform your practice. So those are the topics I have right now. Does anyone have suggestions of additional topics to add before I spin the wheel. I like those. Those are good. I know. I would say instead of, oh, well, I said, et cetera. I was going to say favorite books, but. Yeah, it can really be, it's just like anything. I guess I put here, let me do it this way. How's that? Content creators that are non-behavior analytic. <laughs> I should have okay. put, I'm going to say that are not behavior analysts because what they're talking about might be easily behavior analytic in nature, but yes. Okay. I just can't spell either. All right. Let me update the wheel. See if we have, okay. Everyone agrees. Let me double check on Facebook. If there's anyone commenting. I don't see anyone. Okay. I really love the content creator. That that's like right up my alley right now. <laughs> well, maybe you'll get lucky and that'll be the one. But if not, you yeah. know, next week. <laughs> so for those of you who missed the the memo, we are going. Hopefully, fingers crossed, we're going to be doing this podcast recording where this. Um, oh, I'm Dr. Megan, and I'm Joe Smith. <laughs> and we met. We're both wearing blue today. Um, and we're, <laughs> we're the host of the Do Better podcast. So we're doing kind of a combo where we're going to use the wheel to decide our topic, but just have kind of an open flowing conversation. And neither one of us have time right now. So it's not getting edited or anything. We're just going to pop the audio onto the podcast. So it is what it is. Hopefully people enjoy it. If for some reason we, we run out of wheel topics and it's a Tuesday at 12 o'clock Eastern, then Joe and I will just have a conversation about whatever we want. Speaking of, before I spin the wheel, I hope this doesn't bore you, but Joe and I are both football fans. And he texted me last night because there was apparently a big football game happening. And he said, what did you say? It's time or something like that? Um, it's a game. Uh, Game game on. On. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, like oh, Joe, I hate to break it to you, but I am not a Browns fan anymore. So I told him I would tell him why while we're on here. So I'll just tell that real quick and then we'll spin the wheel. I I did root for the Browns at the beginning of last year before they um, put the new quarterback in. What's his name? Is that Deshaun Watson? Watson, yeah. So for those of you that don't know, the Browns took a quarterback who was – 
punished by the NFL for engaging in various um, acts against women. So when the Browns decided to have that person be their quarterback, I was like, I'm done. So I didn't really root for an NFL team last year at all. And then this year, my favorite quarterback is playing for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Baker. So I'm so excited. He played for the Browns. I loved him when he played for the Browns. The only time I didn't like him was when he put the Oklahoma flag on Ohio State's field, but that can be forgiven. So he has such a good energy. I absolutely love him. I live in St. Pete. I'm already a Tampa Bay Rays fan. So I figured it's time to become a local. And now I'm a Buccaneers fan. I don't feel like it's bandwagon yet because I honestly have no idea if they're going to be good or not. They have won both of their games so far, mm-hmm. but I just felt like it was time to pick a new team. And with Baker being in Tampa, it just felt perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Baker was for uh, Cleveland Brown quarterback for a while. So it just yeah. works out. So, yeah. yep. Um, who won last night? <laughs> Steelers. <laughs> okay. After I was not very happy to see people posting about Chubb getting injured by the Steelers, though, a lot of my friends seemed to think it was a shady hit. I didn't see it, so I don't know. What do you think, Joe? Was it a shady hit? I don't I don't think it's a shady hit because typical quarterbacks, uh, I mean, not quarterbacks, but like typical, like when you go down trying to um, trying to tackle someone, you do try to go for the legs. So it just was a bad timing, bad place. Like it it's just one of those things that it's like, it is what it is. Ugh, it sucks. He's yeah. out for the season, and he he was one of my favorite players when I was a Browns fan. So yeah. he's one of the best players too. All right, yes. so in the wheel. I'm sure Kamal and Megan are like, this is not what we signed up for. Why are we here right now? Is that a football <laughs> podcast? What is happening? All right, let's give it a spin. Uh, it's not going to be your topic today, Joe, but that's okay. We'll get to it next time. And this this one is probably most relevant. Yeah. We're getting in the different season right now. So mm-hmm. I guess if we're going to talk about it now is the best time. So 2023 yeah. conferences, Megan, Kamala, anyone else that's watching us live, feel free to type in the chat or at some point, if you want to come on the microphone, um, you can let us know. Joe, are there any conferences you're going to between now and December? Not looking into 2024, just like through the, the rest of this year. Um, unfortunately, I'm going to say no. <laughs> but a lot of the reason why is just personal. Like, I, like I'm at the point right now, this season is just so busy between holidays, between, you know, family stuff and you know, the whole transition of getting my kids into back into school. This is just a really bad time of the year for me to be looking at any conferences. Okay. And I already spent like my big conference budget at the beginning of the year for ABAI. So yeah. um will definitely happen. All right. Yeah. Well, so then this is what we're gonna do. I'm going to share the conferences that I'm going to. I can also mention other conferences that are happening. What I want you to do, not to make you feel like you're missing out, but you got to tell me which one you wish you could go to. Okay. Okay. All right. 
So not, I'm not going to this one, but happening next week is FABA, which is the Florida's State Association Conference. I'm not going to that one because I'm going to Ocean City, Maryland for a Weezer um, performance. There's like a music festival there. So I'm going to that instead. Every once in a while, I do choose flex over work. <laughs> and I will say so that is so much more important is going to that Weezer concert because like how much, who knows how long they're going to stay in concert, you know, and be yeah. on tour. Yeah. So I'm really excited about that. I'm not super thrilled about going to Ocean City when I already live at the beach and now I have I have to fly to Philadelphia and then drive there because there's no airports that were like every airport is like you're going to drive for three or four hours to get there. Mm -hmm. Like so annoying. Would have been a lot easier if I still lived in Virginia Beach, but that's okay. Yeah. That's where I'm going. <laughs> so that's happening I mean, next. Huh? I was going to say you're going to drive anyways for about three hours to get to Ocean City anyways. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so after that, I'm presenting at the Gulf Coast Association for Behavior Analysis, and I'll drop links in the chat for each of these so that if anyone's interested, well, for the ones that I have, I'll drop links in the chat. So I'm presenting there. Um, I forget what the topic is that I'm doing for that one, but that's where I am. So um, I'm, it's like, Pat Fryman is the main presenter. I think it's Pat Fryman and Mary Jane Weiss are the, the headliners, if you will. And the conference is in New Orleans. So if anyone is trying to figure out that conference is October 6th and 7th, and you're, you know, you have some CEs you need to get and you're trying to picture a fun place to go, I think it's gonna be a wonderful conference. It's a little bit smaller venue um then you know some of the others but i'm really excited about it yes so dr pat fryman mary jane weiss and dr james moore jim moore are also presenting at that conference so i'm going to put the link to that in the chat in case anybody would like to learn more about that one has any is anyone planning to go to the gulf coast conference in new orleans it's for louisiana association I'm gonna tell you that conference sounds amazing. And then just being in New Orleans by itself, yeah. it's like amazing. Been there, love the city, love the food. Sounds like a great, great conference. Get what the topic is that I'm doing for that one. But that's where I am. Oh, so, sorry, why are you um, doing that? I'm, it's like- That's supposed to be muted. Sorry. I was like, why am I talking? I'm not talking right now. <laughs> 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 I'm so confused. I was trying to put the link to the conference in the chat. But yeah, New Orleans is a great place. And it's been, I haven't been there since COVID. So I'm super excited to go back. I was going almost yearly at one point, just the way conferences were happening. And I think APBA is in New Orleans again this year. So I'll be nice. there a few times, it seems. Um, okay, so that's October 6th and 7th. And then I'm going to, I'm presenting at the next conference, I'm super excited about this one too. Um, the Hoosier Association for Behavior Analysis, so Indiana, it's in Bloomington, and that conference is October 18th to 20th. So I'm really excited. Um, Dr. Tarbox is the keynote for that one, and Dr. Becca Tag, that a lot of people might know if you're active on social media or just from being at conferences, she's 
an incredible human. And I don't remember what she's presenting on. A lot of the time she focuses on burnout and business operations and things like that. So she's presenting at that conference. And for that one, I'm presenting, I remember what I'm presenting on. <laughs> <laughs> um, the five commitments to ethical and humane service delivery. So focusing a little bit about social validity and centering autistic voices, and then also just on five things we could do to to be more humane in the services that we provide. So that's the, what I'm presenting there. So I put the link for that one in the chat. Anyone planning on going to the Hoosier Association? I feel like I can't say Haba because when I say Haba, everyone thinks I mean Hawaii. <laughs> I'm not talking about Hawaii. So um, there's that one. And then after that is November 10th, November 9th to the 11th. I don't even have to travel for this one because it is in St. Pete Beach at Tradewinds, one of my favorite resorts. It's the Standard Acceleration Society. And they have Dr. Rosales Ruiz and Dr. Heward as the key speakers. They're also doing a lot if you've never attended a standard acceleration conference. They have a lot of stuff planned for new attendees to help them learn a little bit more about precision teaching and all of the things that come along with that. So that I'm super excited about. And the conference itself is just awesome. Even if you don't think you need to know about precision teaching or you don't ever plan on using it, the community is incredible. The topics usually have a good DEI focus. There's so many unique ideas for problem solving and troubleshooting. And again, just the people are so much fun and there's so many amazing things to do. I'm a little biased, but St. Pete Beach is pretty amazing. So <laughs> it's also a conference where the resort itself is very child friendly. So a lot of people will bring their family. So that's a good one. Um, and then kind of around that same time, I have to be in like two places at once. In that conference, I'm doing a panel on Ascent with a, a few amazing folks there. And then I don't have I don't have a link yet, but on October 28th, there's an online event that Matthew Harrington's hosting. He did it last year and he'll be doing it again this year where there's many of us presenting on different topics. He runs the, um, the ABA behaviorist book club he does a lot of like journal reviews and things like that so he did a free event last year I can't remember if it's free or not I think it is but um so that I think if you're looking for another conference before the end of the year but you don't have travel abilities uh that one might be pretty good and I don't have a link for it yet but I will post it when I do there's also in on November 11th so it's like same time frame as the Standard Acceleration Society, but this one is also online. I'm presenting for the Disrupt ABA conference that has two tracks. It has a business track and it has a clinical track. Not surprisingly, I'm on the clinical <laughs> track. <laughs> and I'll be talking about, um, I think that one I'm focusing on neurodiversity affirming practices because I just recently, it's hosted by Verbal Beginnings. And I just recently did an event for them on early intervention and looking at agency and ascent and autonomy. So I think for the Disrupt Conference, I'm focusing on um, neurodiversity affirming practices. So those are all the conferences that I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> and the bubble, 
Wait, I forgot one, but I don't, I also don't have a link for this one. I'm, I'm highly sure most people won't be able to go to it, but I'm also presenting at a conference in Saudi Arabia on November 20th. And it's, it's a, it's huge. It's, um, it's focused on sensory things, but they wanted people from different disciplines. So I'm going to be talking there about, I think it's the early intervention piece there is the presentation I'm doing, like how to have a scent and autonomy. And I think there, the, the person that I'm coordinating with said there's like over 2000 attendees and there's like hundreds of presenters. So I've never been to Saudi Arabia and I'm really looking forward to um, attending and participating in that conference. So that's like the big travel one that I have coming up. So Joe, <laughs> uh, New Orleans, uh, Bloomington, St. Pete Beach, online or Saudi Arabia, also plus the content. I'm not, we don't have to just look at location, but yeah. which clothes do you wish you could go to? That's tough because like all of them are super fascinating. All of them, all of them have their own little like niche of like topics that I would want to participate in. Um, if I could travel and just get um, a viewpoint of like like multiple different people, I would do the Saudi Arabia trip. Just yeah. because that scene sounds so amazing, and just be, and it sounds like there's a lot, a bunch of professionals there, uh, mm -hmm. from not just ABA but all different disciplines. Yes. Yeah. Um. So I would want to do that trip if I wanted to attend a conference that you know that I can stay at home with for. It would be the uh, Matthew Harrington's, mm -hmm. and then if I want. And then I think I would definitely do the, oh, I think I would do the Gulf Coast. Yeah. Just, be, just because like I, like I always wanted to, um, I always wanted to go and listen at one of the talks that um, Pat Fryman, Dr. Pat Fryman uh, is presenting on. That, that's like one of my, speakers I want to like listen to he's great to see live and he I as far as I've seen he's not presenting at as many conferences each year I see him usually at like one or two now where it used to be many so yeah it's, I think it's going to be harder and harder to catch him live I've seen him live a few times I was also thinking as you talked for anyone who's listening to this most of the conferences I mentioned do actually have an online option I know the standard acceleration one does I think the Hoosier Association one does. Of course, Matthews and Disrupt are already online. I can't remember if Gulf Coast does. I'm pretty sure Saudi Arabia does not. But that's another thing to think about. If for people that heard these potential events happening and are like, oh, I can't travel right now, most of them are having that online component as well. So check out the links and see if you're interested. Uh, Megan or Kamala, are you all going to any conferences that we didn't talk about before the year ends? I'm going to the NPC conference in DC for uh, psychology. Oh, nice. Not nice. an ABA one, but it's for my psychology license. Okay. So that's Are you... the first weekend in November. Okay. Is it typically all psychologists that attend that one then? Or yeah. is there a mixture? Typically just psychologists. Okay. And Kamala said she doesn't have plans to attend any conferences this year. 
totally just like Joe. Yeah. <laughs> Are there um I'll ask one more question and then we'll probably close out. So the, Joe, this is a question to you or Kamala and Megan or anyone else that's watching on Facebook Live. Are there things that have, I guess I could add this as a whole separate topic, but are there any um, topics that you think maybe aren't focused on enough at conferences or like a whole conference, we could have, you know, a whole conference on this topic that you wish someone would create a conference for? Mm. For me personally, um, I'm in the state of North Carolina and we are the last state in the entire United States who did not allow behavior analysts to practice independently until very recently, yay. Um, and so I would have to um, oversee the BCBAs in this state, but, or not in, not all of them obviously, but I would oversee some BCBAs within my companies and stuff. And um, one thing that I've noticed in my practice um, throughout the years is that a lot of times BCBAs come out of school not knowing um, a lot of different things that go along with working with the, the population, typically the autism population. Um, for example, what to do if a client um, threatens suicide or homicide. Um, I've had to do trainings on that. Um, things like dual diagnoses. Um, what does that mean? What does, what, how do we separate the autism from something else, whether it's ADHD, Down syndrome, fetal alcohol. Um, and then the other really big one is um, medications. Mm -hmm understanding what the different classes of medications are and then um, what understanding and knowing how to find the um, the side effects for them um, and then determining whether it's for example the autism or the side effects of the medication yep those yeah. are all excellent suggestions <laughs> um it sounds like it so if I had to give that a category or label, I would say like a psychology conference for behavior analysts. Yeah, <laughs> that's like great. One, not 101, but you know, no, what but yeah, be covered in your psych training um, as a licensed psychologist. And, and one last one, and I'll be quiet so somebody else can talk. But um, how to actually, and I don't know if this is being um, addressed in psych or in ABA programs yet, um, but how to read some of these uh, diagnostic, um, or not just diagnostic, but different assessments. Um, how to read um, all of the results, all of the, you know, just as simple as the Vineland. What does mm -hmm. it mean? What's the standard deviation? What's the mean? What does that all mean? Um, and I've learned over the years that a lot of times BCBAs don't have that background, especially uh, it, I, it, now BCBAs have to have um, some kind of background in psychology from their undergrad, psychology, social work, a related field, something like that. So hopefully they got something like that in undergrad, but some of the older BCBAs didn't have to have that, um, that undergrad program. Yep. 
Yeah. That people have forgotten over the years. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm thinking like the new topic could be things we wish were on the task list. The suicide and homicide comes up way more. It, thankfully, it doesn't come up a lot, but it comes up way more often than we would like it to. And I get calls more frequently than I would like to say um, on, uh oh, what do I do? Mm -hmm. this kid just threatened to kill his classmates and um he has a plan and <laughs> he has put a weapon in his backpack mm -hmm. yeah, yeah that's definitely important to know how to deal with, with all of those things mm -hmm. um thank you megan those were so insightful um Joe, no do you have any comments to add to what Megan was saying? I mean, those are great that are, like for me as a behavior analyst, like I wouldn't have thought to speak those out as topics, like necessarily like when I go to conference, like really look at, oh, that's the topic that I really need to like be a part of. But like, they're, they're very valid and we should have like some type of background in those like especially the bondland assessments like how to read them and how to um analyze them so then we can like you know be able to um you know use them for our payers and say like based on this this assessments and the standard deviation this is uh the client is like um significantly behind his peers like i mean it's because now tricare requires um violence to be done every year and submitted for um in order for authorization to be approved so like that's, here in north carolina some of the funders are requiring that now too yeah yeah um so yeah it's very valid like in the, i mean those are like um just even the suicide like that's and depending on the type of clients you work with, like I typically work with clients who are early intervention um, in that um, in that early um, early elementary grade level. But uh, no, I can see if you're working with predominantly teens, that's super important to recognize that and identify like how to best you know support the parents and the client to get additional services. Further, if they're saying like, "Oh, I want to kill myself," you know. I I had a client. Um, we he was eight when we started with him, but he told us um probably a month into therapy sessions that when he was six, he wanted to kill himself. I'm like, a six year old. Six. Why? Yep. And you know, we made sure that that wasn't something that he wanted to do now and that he didn't have a plan or anything but he said it was because his parents were going through a divorce and he um he was so upset by everything and so um having such a hard time with it that he didn't want to live anymore mm -hmm. wow so it's happening younger and younger and it's heartbreaking and yeah. we we do need to be prepared for that at any age mm -hmm. yeah Thank you so much for sharing those ideas, Megan. I made some notes about that. So. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, and if I can ever help in any way, just let me know. 
Yes, for sure. I'll be emailing you. Um, Kamala said that she prefers focused workshops, and I also agree with that. I think conferences are are nice and whatnot, but I definitely get more if there is something I'm wanting to learn how to do, especially mm -hmm. if I go to a workshop on that topic and get to have um, hours immersed in the content to then take back and apply to my practices, as opposed to just going to a bunch of like one hour presentations where you get like maybe just enough information or no information at all. Um, so I definitely agree with that. I really enjoy attending workshops. Um, and some of the conferences that I posted, they do have a day before the conference starts where they're doing workshops that you can sign up for separately and they're streaming them online. So um, if that is something of interest to you and you need more CEs or just wanna check out what the options are, I would recommend looking at that too. All right, yeah. Joe. Any other ideas conference-wise that you want to share? So like I would, I love the idea of like specific workshops. Like, so I attended this um, sexuality workshop at ABAI, loved it, was fantastic. However, like that's, it's such a broad topic that you almost need a very specific like um, workshops on like one aspect of sexuality. And, to um, to have like multiple different like workshops on like these specific topics because like I mean, there's just so much you can go talk about and you know and discuss but it's just such a broad topic. Yeah. I mean, I would like I would love for conferences to also you know I mean not only on suicide but like also how to handle like these comorbidities like if you have ADHD and um, anxiety on top of being autistic mm -hmm. because that's something that you know is a factor that mm -hmm. it, you gotta know like how to program better. Yeah for sure. Well, and there is, in case people aren't familiar, this doesn't fit the 2023 because it's already been done for this year, but there is a sex ABA conference. So if you are mm -hmm. interested in learning more about the sexuality and different aspects that come up there, that's usually in January and it's hosted by Warner, Leland and Barb Gross. And it's really wonderful. Um, a lot of the presenters do more of a workshop format on like specific topics around sexuality or just what can come up relating to sex and gender and all those types of things. So um, what when we get closer to the end of the year, we'll talk about 2024 conferences. <laughs> and that'll probably be one of the ones we talked about. So, all right. Well, does anyone have additional thoughts or comments they want to share before we close out? We're trying to keep ourselves to 30 minutes or potentially sometimes an hour, depending on how, how long what the topic is, but we're trying not to have like two, three hour long podcast episodes. Anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty then, we'll go ahead and end for today. As I mentioned, every Tuesday, we'll be meeting at 12 on Zoom for any better collective members that wanna join us or on Facebook. And then as soon as we close this out, I'm popping this on to our um, podcast. So we won't have any more delays. Also, I should mention, anyone who's listening, we do still have two episodes in the vault that Joe and I recorded um, late 
a year and a half ago at this point. And I promise those are going to be coming out. I just keep it. And it literally takes five minutes, but that's just how busy I've been. The five minutes have not been there. So those will get coming. I'll get those published hopefully before the end of September, because these next couple of weeks aren't as busy for me. And you'll get access, of, you know, listeners can check out that content, their interviews with some folks that they're amazing podcast episodes. I just haven't been able to make it work to get them published. Alrighty. Thanks for joining us live, Megan and Kamala. And hopefully we'll see some of you next week. Thank you.